This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. Tanner Waldo Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley on today's show. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. On today's show, the Ministry of Agriculture has advice for farmers on testing their seed for spring planting. The Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture also released advice for testing. And we'll chat with a student who is a part of one of the first graduating classes of SAS Polytech's online vet tech program. And an agri-science developer has announced the registration of online deck herbicide we'll tell you more about that and plenty more including the market update livestock and resource report all coming up saskatchewan agriculture today starts right now this is saskatchewan agriculture today with 620 ckrm News director jim smalley Tanner Walter Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain. Your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And you're probably wondering why Jim Smalley isn't on today's show. Well, to have a career that spans 20 years, maybe even 30, that's a remarkable achievement. 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley is celebrating 50 years in broadcasting today. His first job was at a radio station in Dryden, Ontario in 1973, and for the last 40 years, he's been the voice of agriculture here in Saskatchewan. It's been a massive learning curve. It's been enjoyable. I've really enjoyed being a broadcaster. Smalley will be retiring from broadcasting at the end of April, so join me in congratulating Jim Smalley on 50 years of broadcasting. And the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture has released advice to farmers on testing their seed for spring planting. The crops extension specialist in Kindersley, Erica Yaxowich, outlines the importance of seed testing. Testing your seed and using seed treatments is one way to start the growing season off right. There are a large number of diseases that can affect your crop throughout the year. Seed testing is the first indicator of crop health and give you a look at the overall seed quality, which includes germination, vigor, diseases present, and thousand kernel weight. This information is vital when doing calculations for seeding. Using the germination and vigor tells us how well the seedlings will thrive under stressful growing conditions. The thousand kernel weight, or TKW, will let us determine the seeding rate per acre with the use of germination and vigor numbers. Search Canadian Seed Institute list of accredited labs for seed testing to find a list of potential labs. By testing the seed, you can protect your fields from the introduction of other diseases or the spread of more disease within your fields. Keeping fields disease-free as possible while growing your crop will help you achieve your crop's full potential. The sooner you seed test, the sooner you can source quality seed if using your bin run or a certified seed source and avoiding issues with shortages. Using the Saskatchewan Seed Guide or the Interactive Sask Seed Guide can help when it comes to making choices when it comes to deciding on what varieties may be most suitable to your area as well as a variety that has a particular disease package that may help in the reduction of disease within the crop. Seed treatments are a good management tool, but are not a cure for when seed is poor. What it will help with is the reduction of pathogens and preserve viability of that seed. The Guide to Crop Protection is a useful tool when looking for seed treatments, as well as the product's labels. If you have any questions about seed testing, contact the Agriculture Knowledge Centre at one 866 
457-2377 or your local Crops Extension Specialist. This has been Erica Yaskowicz, Crops Extension Specialist with Saskatchewan Agriculture in Kindersley. In case you missed it, that was Erica Yaskowicz, the Crop Extension Specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture in Kindersley, giving farmers some advice on testing their seed for spring planting. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spawley on 620 CKRM. Tanner the Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley on today's show. The shortage of large animal veterinarians in rural areas has received a lot of attention over the past few years, but is not only vets that are required. Registered veterinarian technologists, or RVTs, are in short supply at large animal clinics. SAS Polytech introduced a new program a couple of years ago that allows a student to enroll in the vet tech program without having to move to Saskatoon. The courses are taught online and the student gets a lot of practical knowledge at the local clinic. The student is required to come to Saskatoon for a few days each semester. 23-year-old Molly Hastings from Weyburn will be one of three students completing the two-year program later this year. I've always wanted to be a vet tech, but it didn't fit with my lifestyle. I couldn't move away from Weyburn to Saskatoon. My life was here. I needed to work my job to pay my bills, so to go to school it just wasn't feasible. Hastings has a leg up because she worked as a secretary in the local mixed animal veterinarian clinic. I knew how a clinic ran and operated before going in, and I just saw how much the techs did and like how much education they provide to the clients and how much more hands-on it was. They do so much, and I just wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to be a bigger role in the vet clinic, and this was the way to do it. Hastings is currently on her practicum and will be one of three students in the first graduating class later this year, and she's excited about her new career. You're doing something different every day. You're meeting new people and you're seeing different pets every day. You're seeing new cases, like new things you've never seen before. It's just, there's something new. It keeps you on your toes. It is a hard job, but it's also a rewarding one. There are a few prerequisites to enroll in the distance delivery option of the Registered Veterinarian Technologist Program. The applicant needs a grade 12 diploma that includes English and Math 30, as well as Biology and Chemistry. The prospective student also needs to volunteer for 40 hours prior to applying to get an idea of what it's like to work in a vet clinic. There is room for eight students in the fall class and school officials says there are many rural veterinarian clinics that are willing to work with an interested student. More information can be found on the SASC Polytechnic website. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Canola Futures posted sharp losses over the past week, with the May contract touching its weakest level in six months. While damage was done from a chart standpoint, there are technical signs that a recovery is possible. The Relative Strength Index, or RSI, is a technical indicator that provides insight into whether a contract is overbought or oversold. Calculated using average price changes, the RSI ranges from 0 to 100, with a reading above 70 typically deemed as overbought and below 30 as oversold. Looking at the May canola chart, each of the past three times the RSI has dipped below 30, they've been followed by a correction higher. While each subsequent correction has been smaller than the past, canola typically does not stay oversold for long. Alberta farmers will be paying more for crop insurance. 
for 2023, farmers will pay an average of 22% more for crop insurance premiums compared to what they paid in 2022. Some reporting indicated crop insurance premiums would be increasing by 60% based on numbers in the latest provincial budget. However, the 60% increase in the budget relates to the 2022 budgeted premium compared to the 2023 budgeted premium, not the actual premiums. Budgeted rates are estimates prepared months before prices and premium rates are finalized. The increase in premiums for 2023 will help the Agriculture Financial Services Corporation be in a position to support farmers if another year like 2021 occurs. Last fall's ransomware attack at pork and poultry packer Maple Leaf Foods led to an adverse economic impact of $23 million or more on the company's bottom line as it worked to restore systems. The company has released that estimate as part of its fourth quarter financial report in which it booked a fourth quarter net loss of $41.49 million on $1.186 billion in sales and a full-year net loss of $311.89 million on $4.739 billion in sales. During its fourth quarter on November 6, 2022, Maple Leaf confirmed it was hit with a system outage stemming from a cybersecurity incident. In yesterday's report, the company reiterated it took immediate action and engaged cybersecurity and recovery experts upon learning of the attack and executed its business continuity plans as it restored affected systems. The American Farm Bureau Federation and CNH Industrial Brands, Case IH and New Holland, have signed a Memorandum of Understanding that provides farmers and ranchers the right to repair their own farm equipment. The MOU follows a similar agreement the Federation entered into with John Deere earlier this year, the MOU sets a framework for farmers and independent repair facilities in all 50 U.S. states and Puerto Rico to access CNH industrial brand manuals, tools, product guides, and information to self-diagnose and self-repair machines, as well as support from CNH industrial brands to directly purchase diagnostic tools and order products and parts. The MOU respects intellectual property rights and recognizes the need to ensure safety controls and emission systems are not altered. CNH Industrial and the Federation will meet semi-annually to review the agreement and address ongoing concerns. According to commodity expert Mo Agostino, pork has been the fastest growing meat in Mexico over the last five years. Despite the fact that Mexico's own pork production is expected to increase by 4.6% based on current private sector investment in the country, Mexico is expected to maintain a strong volume of import as to satisfy domestic demand. U.S. pork exports to Mexico ended 2022 very strongly, setting a volume record in December on the way to a record-breaking year. Mexico, like many countries, is experiencing lower chicken and egg availability. According to Agostino, this shortage should continue to support domestic hog prices and also allow for strong meat imports from the U.S. and Canada. Mexico's domestic hog production should increase by 3.2% year-over-year, reaching 22.4 million head 
in 2023. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And the Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in with no appointment necessary or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. There is a blizzard warning currently in effect as today it's mainly cloudy with a third 60% chance of flurries. The wind's gusting to 60 with a high of minus 6. However, wind chill making it feel like minus 16 this afternoon. Tonight, a blizzard around 10 centimeters of snow is expected. The wind gusting to 70, a low of minus 8, and wind chill near minus 19. Tomorrow, snow and blowing snow in the morning around 5 to 10 centimeters is expected. The wind's gusting to 60 with the temperature steady near minus 8, wind chill of minus 18, and tomorrow night, cloudy periods with a low of minus 18. On Sunday, there's a mix of sun and clouds with a high of minus 10 and a low of minus 14. Around the province at this hour in Estevan, Moose Jaw, Regina, Swift Kern, and Weyburn, they all sit at minus 9. Prince Albert at minus 14, Saskatoon at minus 12, Yorkton at minus 10, Maple Creek is the hot spot in the province at minus 6, and South End is the low point in the province at minus 16. That's been your farm weather for Forecast. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, McDougalAuctions.com, and brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems. Experts in liquid fertilizer distribution, fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Corteva AgriScience has announced the registration of OnDeck herbicide. It provides post-emergent weed control for wheat and barley grower. It provides post-emergent weed control for wheat and barley growers in the brown soil zones of Western Canada. Jason Smith is the portfolio marketing manager for cereal herbicide crops. So OnDeck is a uh, herbicide we got registered earlier uh, this year, and it is a uh, Group 27 and 6 herbicide. And why that's important is that we're really targeting that into the brown soil zones uh, for our launch year of 2023 and really specifically targeting kochia. And kochia is a weed that's really kind of a growing concern. And, you know, it, it's developed a lot of resistance over the years. So most kochia in Western Canada is considered to be group 2 resistant. There's a lot of group 9 resistance. And then there's more, or there's there's a growing uh, amount of resistance to both Feroxica and Dicamba group fours. So with this product, we have modes of action that uh, that are going to be breaks from some of those resistance pieces. And the other great thing about OnDeck is that we don't have locational restrictions that are common with some of the other uh, group 27 and 6 uh, products that are on the marketplace, or in the marketplace. He says OnDeck is designed for the southern grain belt. Yeah, Southern Saskatchewan and Southern Alberta, again, for 2023. And that's, you know, really 
again, driven around uh, that need for rotational flexibility, specifically, you know, rentals, uh, peas are the ones I'm thinking there, canola a bit as well. And uh, then, you know, that really tends to be where kosher uh, is, uh, is a pretty common and uh, troublesome weed. Smith says kosher's resistance to herbicide has been a growing concern in recent years. Yeah, that means certainly herbicide resistance is something I think that folks are aware of. Uh, I was on an Alberta agriculture uh, or an agronomy update earlier this year, and yeah, Charles Geddes is doing a lot of research around that. And again, highlighted just some of the growth in that resistance. You know, again, specifically, we look at a molecule like fluoxetine, where there's um, th- there's growing resistance, and there's a very heavy reliance on fluoxetine as a molecule for kosher control. So again, this is a great break that gives us uh, control of kosher. One of the beautiful things about kosher is that the, the seed is very short-lived in the soil. So if we're able to you know, get it under control and keep it tamped down for a couple of years, that really helps to significantly reduce the amount of seed that we have in the soil. And it's going to help uh, producers get on, on top of that and get control of that weed and you know, ensure it's not a problem for them on their farms. He notes one deck doesn't just control kosher. Yeah, no, we've got a good broadleaf uh, spectrum there, and you know we're doing work to to, to continue to add weeds uh, to that, that that product label. So that'll be really on deck is going to be a, a great solution option uh, for the wheat and barley growers uh, in Western Canada. And when I say wheat, I you know I mean spring wheat, durum wheat, and winter wheat. Smith says the herbicide will be available in the spring. We actually haven't uh, finished our production run on the product here, but we will have it in retailers uh, for the 2023 growing season. So you know, now we've got it registered, we've got allocations, and retailers will be able to know what they've got. We do have limited volume uh, for 2023 because it's an introductory launch year. And so we'll be going out with a limited number of retailers, again, very focused in the brown soil zones uh, in southern Saskatchewan and southern Alberta. Again, where you know that uh, resistance kosher or where kosher is is very prevalent, and where you know resistance is a concern. As for the cost of on deck, so our suggested retail price on on deck is twelve seventy five an acre. That's uh, what we're calling a special introductory price for twenty twenty three, and you know we do anticipate that we're going to start to see some of the product uh, move into the black soil zones in twenty twenty four. So we will have some. Uh, opportunities for customers to take a look at it during the tour season in 2024 uh, as we start to do more characterization of the performance and get some more use experience with it in the, uh, in the into the black soil zones of uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba and Alberta. And Smith had these final comments. You know, from my perspective, I think overall we're really excited about this. This really helps to broaden out the Cortaba portfolio. Um, you know, a lot of our products are systemic actives and, uh, you know, they're great performers, but typically those are going to be um, herbicides that can go down kind of three, four leaf is, is the entry point and beyond there. Product like OnDeck gives us a viable option that's very safe on the crop and we can go in early. And by early, I'm talking one leaf. So this allows us to get in there and get weeds when they're small. Um, you know, this is a little different than some of the other stuff we have from Corteva and this is a contact herbicide. So we are making the recommendation that customers apply this product at uh, 10 U.S. gallons an acre because we know that's really the sweet spot as far as getting coverage, which is so, so critical with, uh, with contact herbicides. That was Jason Smith, the Portfolio Marketing Manager for Cereal Herbicide Crops at Corteva AgriScience. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley.
Tanner Wall, the Scribner, filling in for Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market in Arcola Building Supplies. Small Town Lumberyard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. With his weekly wrap of the markets, here's future commodity advisor with PI Financial, Adam Picallo. Well, Tanner, starting off on the canola frontier, the May canola futures declined approximately $50 a ton. So uh, definitely a pretty large move down here this week. Today, we're down about $19, sitting at about $7.73 a ton on the May contract. Looking at the Minneapolis wheat futures, uh, wheat, I would like to say fared better, but it really didn't, uh, down about 52 cents a bushel. Uh, today, we are potentially going to be uh, finding hopefully a bit of a low here, sitting at about 8.19 here on the May futures. So a, a lot of different I would say factors this week have been contributing to commodities going down. So oftentimes clients will ask, well, what's the reason? And, you know, there really isn't just one, one answer. So the first from a, I would say a 50 foot view is that the U S dollar has been increasing substantially here. And one of the reasons for that is that uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve has kind of said that they might be pushing interest rates up higher than they than they initially said kind of in the last few months. So that's been, I think, a little bit of a bearish factor for all commodities, crude going down. Um, and as well, too, there was a, a USDA report this week that uh, was a little bit on the bearish side for soybeans. Again, can flow back into the canola side. Uh, as well as a little bit of bearish news for corn as well, too. So uh, I believe that we are seeing a bit of uh, liquidation here, especially on the canola side. Uh, given canola is a smaller market, we push below that $800 a ton. Um, and I think that's when you, we often see just uh, traders start to build that, uh, that short position. And we could see it continue for a little bit longer here, but uh, I do believe we are getting to some oversold levels now. And Adam, what are you telling your clients? Well, you know, it's, I've definitely have some hedge protection on uh, for clients for new crop. That's something I've definitely been vocal about, um, kind of over even on the on the show here. So now that the kind of markets have gone down, it's almost uh, you don't really want to be buying insurance kind of after the house has been on fire. So uh, what I've been kind of looking at now for clients is still talking about their their profitable levels. I think soybeans in particular are still, uh, you know, a good area to be hedging here. Um, you know, now is the time too where I might be actually buying back uh, canola uh, or wheat that clients are selling. So some clients do have some still left in the bin. Uh, and that's when I would maybe, if you are selling it here to make room for next year's crop, maybe look at buying it back because of, of how much it has dropped. And also there's been some rumors of a merger for PI Financial. Can you explain a little bit about that, Adam? That's correct, Tanner. I'm pretty excited to say that PI Financial is going to be merging with a company out of Ontario called Echelon Wealth. Now, PI Financial is mostly known for Western Canada presence, and now we will be a, a true national firm with uh, $6 billion uh, 
on each company coming together. So uh, 12 billion total uh, of a company size. So uh, next year, there is going to be a new name change. So here on the show, you will be hearing uh, me saying a different company name, but uh, it's really business as usual for myself. Uh, We are remaining independent and that's something that uh, I and my clients know really like is, is working with an independent company. We'll hear from Adam once again at 2 o'clock with the closing grain prices. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Your market update for Freeze Talman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Talman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Talman in Regina and Fort Capel. Looking at the markets, Durham at 458.38, Feed Barley 367.58, Canola 778.12, Chickpeas 1058, Flax. 56698 lentils 76060 oats 21532 yellow peas 44922 feed wheat 28956 and one red spring wheat 37836 coming up next your livestock report this is the livestock reports on the voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM the livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn at 842-4574. Now, here are the latest livestock quotes. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 900 on offer at our Tuesday pre-start. These light cattle are stronger again, just like they're the last ones made. Here's what's happening. 23 little red and black steers, 524. 357 and 50. 32nd cut. 502 pound steers at 353. 586 weight reds and blacks at 322.75. 653 weight reds and blacks at 303.75. I see here's what happened in the heifers. 442 weight Charlet heifers at 322. 503 pound Charlet heifers at 318. Now that's smoking right along. 513 pound blacks at 302 and the 607 blacks at 262. Cow numbers are dwindling at these sales and the prices have jumped up considerably. Good, big, strong, grain-fed cows. 127 to 134. The real top end will sell higher than that. Heiferettes and young feeding cows from 140 right up to 182. And these big, strong bulls, 144 to 150 plus. For more market information, give Heartland Moose a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Tanner Wall, the Scribner, filling in for Jim Smalley for the resource report for Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your water well wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Statistics Canada released its February labor force figures and indicates Saskatchewan's continued growth with 9,400 new jobs when compared to last February, an increase of 1.6%. The seasonally adjusted provincial unemployment rate remained at 4.3% which is the second lowest among the provinces and below the national average of 5%. Meanwhile, February's unemployment rate is down from 4.6 in February last year and is unchanged when compared to January. On the markets, the TSX is down at 295 points. The NASDAQ is down 217. Oil is up 69 cents to be trading at $76.41 a barrel. And the Canadian dollar is down 10 one-hundredths of a cent U.S. to be trading at $72.22.
That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune into the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges that growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. I've been Tanner Wilder-Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley on his 50th radio anniversary. This has been Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.